An entitled construction contractor tries to scam my grandfather out of his new home, intentionally messing with paperwork just to try and stop the process of building this house. But in the end, this guy gets caught red-handed and eventually gets sent away to prison for 15 years. Here's what happened. So this is something that happened to my grandfather. To understand him, he was a quality control engineer for a pretty major manufacturing firm, and he was a master of aggressively renegotiating deals. He was and is a strict taskmaster, not entitled or unreasonable, but if something went wrong, you absolutely would hear from him. So he decided that he wanted to renovate his home, take the moderately big two-story house, and add two new bedrooms and a master bath. He brings in a contractor and gets a quote, says as part of the work, they'll need to completely refinish the front two. My grandfather agrees, and they start to work. It's a serious effort, winds up carving open the whole front of the house and all sorts of madness. Things go well enough at first, and the Deconstruction goes smoothly, but then starts the construction. At first, things were just slow going. Sluggish delivery from sources, slow permits from the city, you get the idea. Then things get really silly. It took them over three months to start and finish the plumbing, and four months for the insulation. My grandfather is paying for a lot of time and not a lot of work being done. He's irritated about the speed, but besides making some noise, there's not really much he can do about it. Bit by bit, the house starts to slowly come together. Then, as they're putting on the weatherproofing, an inspector comes in and puts a stop to the whole affair. The contractor improperly filed the plans. Now my grandfather is pretty furious by this point, but he keeps a cool enough head and starts asking what's going to be done about it with the contractor. The thinking was that they would redraft the plans and send them out for approval, and the contractor said they will do that. Well, five months go by. The house is just sitting there. Fancy new framework still hanging in the breeze. Then all of a sudden, the contractor says he's pulling out. But this guy had no idea the nightmare he was about to unleash. Because my grandfather didn't just jump straight to suing him. Oh no, sir. He took his time before getting a lawyer. And that's when things really popped off. He did his homework. He tracked down every single client that this guy had had for the last three years and did a deep dive in the books to figure out what had happened. It turns out that this wasn't an isolated incident. Just the most egregious. As it happens, this contractor had a penchant for messing with people and ruining their lives, turning minor renovation jobs into complete dumpster fires. His modus operandi was to file the changes with the city, make a private second set of plans, start making these things based off of the second set, intentionally let the city halt the construction, then restart the project on a third draft. After talking to some of the other customers, he and eight of the other victims collectively filed charges against him. They absolutely annihilated this guy. They took every single cent he had, which wasn't that much. His scheme hadn't actually done him that much good. They liquidated his company and got him sent to jail for 15 years in prison over fraud and got the state to help recoup the expenses. Two months later, a new contracting company blitzed my grandfather's renovations and he was able to drink in his master suite to toast his master revenge. That is honestly awful. I can't imagine having my house built just to have this weird contractor basically go out of his way to try and ruin my life. Like seriously, this is an expensive project. This is not something that's just going to happen overnight. You can't just do that to people and expect them not to retaliate in some kind of way. Like this contractor absolutely had it coming and it's the fact that eight other people got messed with in this way that really is just icing on the cake for this guy going to jail for 15 years. Like if this guy had just been honest from the beginning everybody would have been paid and this guy would have had his house. But instead he decided to try and be toxic and scam this guy. So truly this guy absolutely had it coming. If you 
like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. An entitled mother steals our table at a restaurant we were going to in Tokyo, Japan. And we were really offended by the way this all went down. Here's what happened. So to start things out, we were in a restaurant in Tokyo and followed instructions to get a table for lunch. This would consist of getting one of the tags at the door with a number on it and placing it on the table to reserve the spot. We did just that and it was a two-table joint area. Another lady with a child also occupied a four-seater table and was staring at us slyly for some reason. I should have realized something was up right then and there. When we were queuing up, my husband noticed a woman with a baby pram going over to our table and moved a baby chair over there as well. Then she queued up right behind us. We went back and found our tag was switched. The number was different. We got our food and sat down at our table. Seeing she needed the table badly, I moved one table away from us so that she could use it. The lady was furious and got one of the staff to ask us to move. I replied in Japanese, stating that we said no and we got the table first and booked it right away. She then came over and scolded us and I replied again in Japanese. Then she spoke to us in English, telling us that she had the right as she has a child and we should happily sit somewhere else. She ignored me and instead directed to my husband in English, making me wonder if she was not Japanese and obviously appealing her situation to a man. Anyways, my husband said to her, you could have asked us nicely instead of trying to switch our tags. But she claimed it was empty. We asked for the CCTV to be shown, of which both staff and her paled. My husband felt this was beneath us to argue. She was obviously throwing out the I'm a mother card, so we then told her that since she wanted it so badly, she could have our table and the food. So we left, and then we realized, since the shop was useless at supporting us, we wanted our money back. So we went back to get a refund. The whole time, I interpreted for my husband to get the refund. I saw the lady and the child who swapped our card, and she was staring at us with a worried look on her face, perhaps wondering if we were going to complain about her. Anyways, when we got the refund, we walked out, and she pretended to feed her child. I just said to her, I hope you are proud of your values to your kids after your self-entitled behavior earlier. I didn't bother to translate. I'm sure she got my meaning. Honestly, my guess is is that she hasn't done this only once. This has probably happened multiple times. This situation was so surprising. We have never had this situation in Japan of parental self-entitlement, so we were very disappointed, as we have visited a few times and we love the place. It did not spoil our holidays, but made me now more cautious when going to such places, and to sit there while another person orders. I come from a country that has a lesser system than this restaurant in question, and so far, if anyone wants a table that seems empty and they have more people, they will ask politely and usually will be okay about it. But overall, it was seriously disappointing. That really is a weird situation. I can't say that I've ever heard of anybody dealing with that when they visit Tokyo. I have some friends that go to Japan basically like once a year, and they usually stay for just about a month, and they have never dealt with anything like that ever in Japan. They say that the country is really nice, and they always have a really good time. So the fact that there's entitled people over there who would act like that is seriously crazy to me. That is not something I would ever expect. But I guess it goes to show you that anybody, anywhere can be entitled, regardless of the language you speak or the country you come from. Am I the jerk for telling my girlfriend that her home decor is the reason I won't be hosting a work gathering at her apartment? Here's what happened. I've been with my girlfriend for over a year now. I'm a 32-year-old male and she is 29 years old. She's smart, funny, a bit quirky, and has a serious job with a good salary. We have a great time together and generally get along very well. The only thing is her choice in home decor 
hardcore is bizarre, to put it frankly, and not something you think a normal grown adult would be into. Her apartment is definitely a reflection of herself and her interests. And that's not in the best way, though. My girlfriend has wall dedicated to animation in one room of her apartment, like Futurama pieces and etchings of some weird triangle guy. Then there's a wall of frame-preserved insects in another room. But not insects like butterflies or moths. Instead, she displays tarantulas, beetles, and large stick insects. Her bathroom has a subtle theme of the ocean, which is pretty common. But instead of starfish or shells, she has a little anglerfish nightlight, a small vampiric squid painting, and then a framed diagram of what apparently is a goblin shark right by the toilet. I would say a majority of her home decor and furnishings are okay. The apartment itself is very modern and sleek. It's just the random decor and almost juvenile-ish themes like cartoons, insects, and bizarre ocean creatures that is kind of off-putting. So this is where I might be the jerk in this situation. I avoid bringing people over to her place, especially people from my job, because of how juvenile it looks. Everyone's impressed when they see the high-rise, but that quickly fades once you enter. The one time I brought a work colleague over, they ended up telling me afterwards that they found her insect wall terrifying. I work in finance, and appearances and first impressions are very important. My office will hold casual gatherings, where we get together for a few drinks, some good food, and we rotate hosts around the office. And this time, it's my turn. The problem is, my place is under some construction, and it's not an ideal place to be right now. So I've been staying with my girlfriend. My girlfriend suggested that we host my colleagues here, since she has the space and thinks that it would be fun. I told her I planned on skipping my rotation and seeing if the next person would be okay with hosting early. She kept pressing on why I didn't want them over here, so I finally said it's because her home decor is strange and not something a grown woman would have, and also that her insect wall horrified the one colleague that did come over. My girlfriend got mad and said that at the end of the day, it's not my space and these things bring her joy. She also said that she is indeed an adult woman, which is exactly why her apartment is decorated in such a manner. I love my girlfriend, I really do, and it's okay to have different interests, but does an adult really need to decorate with them besides a few things here and there? I mean, my own mother asked if my girlfriend was autistic after she saw the entire apartment for the first time. So please, am I the jerk for telling my girlfriend that her home decor is the reason I won't host a work gathering at her place? First off, I kind of get the vibe that this guy's mom only asked if they're autistic to try and make some kind of subtle jab or some kind of like insulting comment about her. And that honestly is not okay. That's really messed up and I'm not okay with that in the slightest. But also, I kind of side with the girlfriend in this situation. It seems like you have no interest in any of her interests and you don't have to be so judgmental about it either. If that was my girlfriend and she was so expressive about the things that she enjoyed, I for one would find this really cute and really endearing. She knows what she likes and personally, I can get on board with that even if I don't completely agree with what she enjoys. But to sit there and act like your girlfriend's the problem and that her interests are somehow going to terrify the guests honestly shows a lack of confidence you have in your girlfriend. Look, in my opinion, you don't need to bring your workmates over to her place. But I personally think that the bigger issue here is that you look down on your girlfriend based on the interests that she has. Whether it's insects or the anime as you put it, which by the way, Futurama is not a children's show. That is very much a young adult, if not adult show, with a lot of adult themes that are definitely not meant for children. So you're definitely wrong in that area. Overall though, your girlfriend sounds really cool. And she sounds like someone who would be really fun to hang out with and be in a relationship with. And if there's anybody who has a problem in this relationship overall, it honestly sounds like it's you. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Am I the jerk for waking up extra early on my vacation just to get some me time in on the computer playing a game? Here's what happened. So currently, my girlfriend and I are on vacation in Portugal, which is very cool. We spend the whole day together, do sunbathing, and yesterday we went on a beautiful boat trip, and all in all, we enjoy our time together here. However, we have a problem in our relationship, which is driving us a bit apart, and we can't seem to find even ground. I like to game, and I recharge myself by doing so. But she doesn't understand that at all. Don't get me wrong. I fully understand that it is not simple to live with someone who loves to gaze into a display all the time, which is why I heavily restrict it when we spend time together. I give her my phone while we are out just so I can give all of my attention to her and be present. Yesterday, we came home from the boat trip and wanted to grab some dinner. She went showering and wanted to wash her hair because they were all sandy and salty from the water splashes. While she was showering, I opened my notebook and played some games while waiting for her to step out of the shower. This seemed to be a mistake. She didn't like it one bit. She came out, I finished my quest, and I got ready. After dinner, we went to sleep, and today I woke up at 6 in the morning and decided to make a coffee and start the game while she was sleeping. So I left the room and I played on mute so that she could sleep in peace. My mouse and keyboard are both extra silent. You literally hear nothing, especially when you are in the next room. However, she woke up and began to cry. She asked me, how is it possible? that you use every little time frame you get to play on that thing instead of doing something with me. But I mean, what else can I do other than playing in time slots where we aren't together? Is she right? Am I the jerk here? What do I do? Your girlfriend is being absolutely unreasonable. There's nothing wrong with what you're doing in the slightest. Sitting there and playing video games and using your free time as you please, as limited as that might be, is completely normal. It's the same thing as watching TV or reading a book. I mean, you literally woke up early just so you could play. It's not like you're not spending any time with her. People need to enjoy free time even when they're in a relationship. They need hobbies and things outside of the relationship. Otherwise, it's just going to drive them crazy. And it sounds like the original poster's girlfriend just doesn't want him to have that time. And that is completely unfair in my opinion. So no, you are not the jerk in this situation. You literally did nothing wrong. You just wanted to try and have some free time to play some video games. And honestly, your girlfriend just needs to get over that. My friend simply can't accept the fact that men reject her and choose not to date her. And now it's starting to make things really awkward for me and I seriously don't know what to do. So I'm good friends with another woman by the name of Sarah. Sarah is not her real name. And she is someone I met through some athletic social clubs and networks that we are jointly a part of. We've known each other for a couple of years now and most of my social circle in the city I live in is made up of people in these athletic clubs. But I'm the closest to Sarah who attends a lot of the events with me. She's created a lot of friendships through 
through these groups too, and she also uses them as an opportunity to make romantic connections and to go on dates. I've started to notice that she does not handle rejection well when she tries but fails to date someone in these clubs. Plenty of people don't take rejection well, and this would not be a problem except that I've begun to notice that people are avoiding her when we're at events. By proxy, they're avoiding me as well. For example, there was a guy who Sarah kept texting and asking him if he had feelings for her over several months, despite him never asking her on a date and insisting he didn't have feelings for her. She showed me the text messages where he said that he was not interested, but told me that he was just denying his true feelings as he was just too afraid to show them. Now, when we go to events, he avoids her and has begun to avoid me too, even though we got along fine before. But you know what? I definitely don't blame him for this. I've begun to notice that this is a pattern, and I'm concerned by how inappropriate this behavior is. She'll tell someone that she's interested in him romantically, and when he does not reciprocate, she'll continue to believe that he is secretly attracted to her, but won't date her because of some kind of reason. She'll keep trying to flirt with them and try to talk them into confessing that they have feelings for her. Most recently, there's a guy who she claims must have some kind of dysfunction issue, if you know what I mean, and that's why he won't date her. This is in spite of the fact that she showed me a text message where he clearly stated that he is simply not interested in pursuing a relationship. He's a sweet person who is an organizer of some of our regular events and was bothered by how insulting that claim is to him. I really like Sarah, and she's a great friend to me, but I find it extremely distasteful how uncomfortable she is making people feel. I also worry that our closeness is starting to affect how I'm viewed in these groups. While I'm not good friends with any of the men that she has done this to, I don't want to alienate myself within my own social networks that I've established for myself. I never know what to say when she is telling me about these guys. Sometimes I just want to say to her, he's just not into you, and you need to believe him when he tells you that. I'm afraid this will deeply upset her since she takes rejection very poorly. I have no idea how to approach this. Do I ignore it? Do I talk to her about this? What should I do? First off, it's safe to say that Sarah is straight up delusional. She is literally not taking no for an answer. Like, that is unbelievably creepy and inappropriate. Like, she is basically going up to these guys and trying to, like, force them to confess some kind of attraction to her when they've made it very clear that, no, I don't like you. Like, seriously, that is not okay. And I also don't think it's on you to try and fix this problem either. She's ostracizing herself basically on her own. And unfortunately, you're getting caught in the crossfire in the process. That's not fair for you in the slightest, and you don't deserve to have your reputation literally taken away from you, all because of your association with this Sarah lady. So I don't blame you if you want to try and get away from her. You can try the tough love conversation where you're like, hey, you need to grow up. Literally, we're both in our 30s, and it looks like this guy doesn't like you, or something like that. Or you can slow roll your way out of there and just be like, okay, we're done. I can't do this anymore. Either way, if I was in your shoes, some kind of change absolutely needs to happen, because her behavior is incredibly creepy. And by associating with her, you are unfortunately getting wrapped up in all of this. Am I the jerk for not thinking about my other bridesmaids' feelings when buying a wedding dress for myself? Here's what happened. So I'm a 27-year-old female and I got engaged this year. Afterwards, a friend and a bridesmaid, let's call her Jane, that's not her real name, suggested going dress shopping when two other friends would be in town visiting from California. The out-of-town friends asked to make the appointment on Thursday at 3 p.m. since they all work from home. My work is flexible and Jane also agreed. Days before the appointment, Jane sends a text that she won't be able to make it anymore. This bridal salon and most others closed by 5 or 6 p.m. on the weekdays and the four of us were traveling on Friday. So Thursday was the 
only time that worked for the girls visiting from out of town. Jane had also attended my first wedding dress appointment a few weeks prior. At the appointment, I of course wasn't looking at my phone, since it was in the dressing room while trying on dresses. Eventually, I find a dress that I really love. At some point, Jane texted in a group chat asking for an update of some kind. The friend who is a bridesmaid, let's call her Nancy, also not her real name, sent a photo and said we may have found the dress. Jane responded by saying, interesting. I ended up buying the dress. The four of us, including Jane, had plans three hours later to all hang out. I was excited to show her my dress when she got there and tell her that I did buy it. When she got to my house, the first thing she said was, did you buy a dress? And I excitedly told her that yes, I did. She didn't get excited and just stared at me for about five to ten seconds. I half jokingly said, what, are you mad that I bought a dress when you weren't there? She said, yes, I am. Hope you guys have fun tonight. And then she turned around and left my house. Within 10 minutes, she texts me saying things like, I'm so upset with you. If you thought I wouldn't be upset about this, you're out of your mind. There are other people's feelings that you need to account for. You need to get a grip. She even called me a bridezilla. She came back over and she cried and yelled at me and continued to tell me that I was selfish because I wasn't thinking about her while trying on my wedding dress. That I was selfish for not thinking about other bridesmaids, my sisters, my mom, etc. She started to rank my friends and created a hierarchy of my bridesmaids and told me that it's absolutely messed up that I bought a dress with Nancy and a friend who isn't a bridesmaid. She also told me that the wedding dress was the one she really cared about and she couldn't care less about any other thing about my wedding. For the rest of the weekend, we put aside our differences and we were able to get along. But now that the weekend is over, I can't stop thinking about all of this. She is still putting blame on me for what happened last weekend and I'm seriously considering getting rid of her as a bridesmaid. But I also know that would end the friendship that we have. She hasn't acted like this before and I know that part of the reason she acted this way is because she's insecure about how close I am with Nancy and feels threatened. So am I the jerk for not thinking about her or apparently anybody else when getting my wedding dress? What should I do? If I was in your shoes and I had her as a bridesmaid, I would absolutely say to her, hey, I think you've got to go. I don't appreciate the way you talk to me and the giant scene you made over me getting my wedding dress. That was inappropriate and personally, I don't want you in my wedding. And then I would leave it at that. That is seriously insane to me that she's calling you a bridezilla and acting like you're the problem. Her saying that you need to get a grip and how there are other feelings that you need to account for, all of that is literally just projection. This lady is nuts. There's no way this is appropriate. Like seriously, this is your wedding. This is your wedding dress that you're buying for yourself. And the only opinion that matters in this case is yours. Not hers, not your mom's, nobody's. It's only up to you and what you want to wear. So personally, I would let the chips fall where they may when it comes to this friendship. Because from the sounds of it, she sounds incredibly entitled. And if anything, if the friendship falls apart, it's going to be because of her, not because of anything that you did. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.